0: What up, world? It's your past, first point guard and trailblazers reporter, Mike Richmond. Listen to another episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, available wherever you get podcasts and also on YouTube. Thanks for making this show your first listen. It's free on all platforms, coming at you Monday through Friday, every single weekday. So once you start your days, make it your first listen. Tell your friends to do the same. It's Locked On Blazers, your team every day. In today's show, we got a bummer update about Anthony Simons. He's going to be out a while, out indefinitely. We'll talk about Anthony Simons' injury, the opportunity it presents for Shaden Sharp. Then we'll turn our sights to the All-Star weekend ahead of us in Salt Lake City. Uh, Damian Lillard's in the three-point contest. Damien Lillard is going to play in the All-Star game on Sunday, and. On All-Star Saturday night, that's the dunk contest, three-point contest, um, the fun stuff of All-Star Weekend, Uh, Chin Balancer, one of the great halftime acts, is going to be performing. And I got Chin Balancer on the program. We're going to talk about what it's like to uh, be a halftime performer in the league and just kind of share some insights. It's a super fun interview. That's what we'll do to close the show. Before that, we have to have less fun. We have to have less fun. Um, Admittedly, a little bit less fun. Today, the has announced, uh, following an MRI on Anthony Simon's right ankle, that he has sustained a grade 2 sprain of that ankle and is out indefinitely. Uh, they have not announced a timetable for his return indefinitely. is my language. Their language is no timetable. It's bad news. You knew it was going to be a bad injury. Like, it just looked like a bad ankle sprain, and then when they didn't do an MRI immediately, that's typically not a good sign. It's like, one, uh, you know, there was less, a little less urgency because the all-star break, but it's just like, if you, if you are waiting a day to find out how bad it is, it's because you're expecting bad news, right? Like it's because um, it just, it just wasn't, it wasn't good. And on Thursday it was confirmed not good. Uh, grade two sprains are, can, can sideline you for a while. In fact, Justice Winslow sustained a, a grade two sprain of his left ankle on December 21st. Justice has not played. He's closing in on, like, he'll end up missing more than two months by the time they get back from the All-Star break, assuming he's available then. That's a long time. According to Jeff Stotts, the owner of InStreetClothes.com, it is a website that tracks sports injuries across um, across multiple sports, and, and and Jeff is, you know, a medical professional who can who can provide some real insight, but also just, like, does good data on how long this stuff goes back several seasons. According to Jeff Stotts, uh, the historic average for a grade two ankle sprain has been at roughly three weeks or 9.7 games. Uh, it has included you know, guys like John Morant and, and Kyle Lowry and Kevin Durant, who've recently sustained those type of ankle sprains in a missed time. However, Stotts notes that this season, the absences for grade two sprains have pushed closer to six weeks uh, in roughly 15 games. Lamella Ball, Chris Duarte, Precious Achua, Justice Winslow, all guys who have, who have missed a long time with those grade two sprains. That stinks. That stinks. If Anthony Simons were to miss three weeks, that's a return on March 9th. Uh, that March 9th would be three weeks. The Blazers play a game on March tenth, so assume he, he he would return for that game at Philly. That'd be seven games that that he misses. Um, and then when he would by the time he would return, the Blazers have uh, they would have twenty two games. Excuse me, they would have twenty three games left in regular season. I'm doing the math wrong. <laughs> they would have 16 games left in the regular season. If he returns on March 9th, uh, you know, you, you still have time. you got a, basically a month left and 13 more games. If it's closer to six weeks, like if it's the six-week mark, that would be March 30th. The Blazers play on March 31st. He would miss 17 total games. And if he comes back on that Kings game, there would be six games remaining in the season. So, I, like... I think there's a chance that Anthony Simons doesn't play basketball again this season. That would obviously be a long long tail on this injury and if it's closer to 3 weeks, you know, he'll have he'll have plenty of plenty of opportunity a month of basketball um, left like I said. So and, and 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 time to play. But like dang it. Dang it! You knew it was bad. He he. Uh, if you don't know, Emry Simons went up for a floater on Tuesday's game against the Washington Wizards. End of the third quarter, he goes up, he goes up for a floater, comes down and lands on Kyle Kuzma's foot as he's coming down, and 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 rolls his right ankle pretty bad. Initial X-rays came back negative, but like that just means he didn't break a bone. You know, this this it's grade two suggests some uh, some some ligament damage. Um, it's 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 bad it's a it's a bummer uh you know basketball (laughs) involves ankle sprains um guys obviously bodies are different like saying like justice Winslow's missed two months does not mean that anthony simons will miss two months that's not that's not what it means that's why the data from jeff stott says like on average three weeks recently more like six weeks if it is somewhere in the middle he can return and play again this season if he doesn't the Blazers are down their starting shooting guard, which means a lot of Shaden Sharp and a lot of Keon Johnson. Uh, maybe not a lot of Keon Johnson, but Keon will probably have to play at least a little bit. Um, maybe Ryan Archie but like Blazers aren't flush with guards anymore on the roster, so it's it, those are your those are your best bets uh, after getting rid of GP two and Josh Hart at the All Star break. I think there's a world where Justice Winslow is healthy and he plays a little bit of like he's a weird player, right? Like he could play a little backup point guard while guarding the fours and fives, three fours and fives, and but he can have to take over some ball handling duties. I don't think you want him to be a primary point guard. Um, the problem is like you don't really want Shaden Sharp to be a primary point guard. Um Keon can do it, but he's not good at it. So maybe it is Ryan Archie Diacono uh, to organize organize things, but that's like that seems relatively unlikely too. I would assume it's Shaden Sharp getting a bunch more minutes and Keon Johnson getting an elevated role, but um, there are there's there's time to be had for the Blazers guards in the back end of the bench. Uh, Shaden Sharp, this is a big opportunity for him because he has a chance to step into starters' minutes and play thirty plus a night for at least you know seven plus games. If it's three weeks for Ants, a couple weeks for Ants seven-plus games. Uh, you know, luckily, Simons is, is going to miss some time this during the All-Star break, so that'll help him um, if, if he's on the the sort of faster healing trend. He could, he could miss fewer games because of when he sustained the injury. But even if it's seven games, Shaden Sharp playing starter minutes for seven games, fascinating. I can't wait to see it. In fact, Nissan's most electric player of the week is brought to you by the all-new, all-electric, 2023 Nissan Aria, and Shane Sharp is our Nissan Most Electric Player of the Week after two games. the The game on uh, Monday evening, Shane Sharp was played the best game of his young NBA career. And on third, on Tuesday, second night of back to back, he followed that up with a really nice game: 14, five, and four against the against the uh, LA Lakers. That's five rebounds, four assists. Um, uh, another. 14 points against the Wizards in two games this week. 14 points. 14 and a half points. Three boards, two and a half assists, and one and a half steals. Shot 57.9% from the floor and five of 10 from three point, point range. Threw down some awesome dunks. He was brilliantly fierce, stunningly powerful, much like the 2023 Nissan Aria. He delivers the duality, the combination of fierceness. Elegance, beautiful, but strong. That is Shaden Sharp's game. Graceful, yet dominant. He's the perfect sport utility crossover. Actually, he's the perfect fill-in shooting guard, but maybe the Nissan Nissan Aria is your perfect sports utility crossover. That's the Nissan Aria which packs pin-to-your-seat power and premium intelligence all in one electric vehicle. The all-new, all-electric 2023 Nissan Aria. The EV for people who love to drive. Shop now at Nissan. NissanUSA.com. All right, let's talk All Star stuff, shall we? Let's talk All Star stuff. Let's get into it. I'm a little bummed that Shaden Sharp. Still bummed that Shaden Sharp is not involved in All Star Weekend in any game in any way. His choice. Whatever. Um, enjoy your time off. Ho- hopefully you go somewhere warm or at least have some time to relax uh, when the Blazers, you know, get eight, eight days or whatever off. Enjoy it. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, fella. But I would have liked to see you dunk on Saturday nights. Um, no Blazers in the dunk contest. And because Anthony Simons is out, he's not in the three-point contest. He's been replaced by Julius Randle, which is a very classic who is already in Utah type of, uh, type of inclusion. I thought there was a chance it might end up being... it might end up being Contavious Caldwell-Pope he's you know leading the league in three point shooting he's on the best team in the league the best or best team in the West the best offense of the league uh, and he complained on Twitter that he wasn't in the three-point contest but um, you know he probably already made plans right like he probably was like oh I'm on vacation sorry can't can't go to cannot go to Salt Lake City in February it's too cold so uh, uh, a below league average three-point shooter and Julius Randall who's having a great year but like he He's not a he's he's like a functional three point shooter. He's not like a three point contest level three point shooter, but he's he replaces Anthony Simons in the field. And now Damian Lillard has to bring home the hardware for the Blazers. No trailblazer has ever won the three point contest. Uh. In they've had a bunch of guys in it. Kiki Vanaway was in it in 1987. The, the three point contest came into being in, in 1986, uh, and Larry, Larry Bird ripped off three straight. But Kiki Vanaway was in 1987, Clyde Drexler was in 91, uh, Terry Porter was in 91. Teammates in the all star in the three point contest would have been Damon Ant, the first Blazers teammates to be there since Clyde and Terry Porter in 91. Bummer for Ant. Uh, Terry Porter went back in 1993. Uncle Cliffy Cliff Robinson was in the 1996. Um, was in excuse me. It was in the 1996 contest. Damian Lord in 2014. Wesley Matthews in 2015, and Dame again in 2019. Uh, the best anyone's ever done a three point contest in a Blazer uniform is Terry Porter, who made the finals in 1991 but lost to Craig Hodges, also a three time winner of the of the three point contest. Uh, Dame in 2014 finished third, but didn't make the finals because Marco Bellinelli and Brad Beal shot off frigging lights out in 2019. He did not do as well. Finished fifth out of a field of 10 tied with Dirk Nowitzki for, for fifth most makes in the first round. Um, I, I don't think, I don't think Dame is like, like a heavy favorite, but I do like him in the three point contest, but I three point contest, whatever. It's fun. Um, it's better than dunk contest, which is a mess. Um, I do like Dame's chances a little bit to win the All-Star game MVP. Uh Bill O'Rum of the Oregonian wrote about this, and I think it's a great point. Um B- Bill had some logic about how Dame is from the went to college in the area, and I do not think the relative proximity of Ogden, Utah and Dame's relative popularity in um in in the greater Rocky Mountain area is is particularly important, but it is a fun little tie. in he is Dame is legitimately very popular in Utah. When you go to when you go to jazz games uh, as a Blazer reporter, there are a ton of uh, Dame folks. There are Weber State people. There are his people from from the Weber State. There are just like fans and Weber State alum who live in who live in Salt Lake City or come up to Salt Lake City and are like, yeah, we, we're Dame fans. He went to he went to Weber State. Like go Wildcats. We're um, you know him and Harold Arsenault, two Ogden legends there. Uh, if you know who Harold Arsenault is, you are a uh, you are a certain type of person. Um, I, I like Dame's chances in the All Star Game. Here's the thing the All Star the All Star Game ro- rosters are going to be decided like the the teams already decided or whatever. But the the who's who plays for who will be decided by a draft thirty minutes before tip off, which is fun. I think it's a good TV idea because um, somebody has to get picked last, and the NBA loves drama. And whoever gets picked last is it'll be it'll be a It'll be a great time for whoever gets picked last. And, and then also it's like who LeBron picks, blah, blah, blah. Um, say like, ooh, um, which, which guy is he definitely going to team up with with next? But I kind of think Dame is on that like, I don't want to say a bad word, but he's on that. He's on that screw you type of energy this year. He's been great. He's been great. And he's been defiantly great. And when Dame said earlier this week, that he didn't worry about the Blazers when they were scuffling because we have me. I feel like that we have me energy is going to carry into All-Star Weekend where Dame is like, listen... I've seen the straw poll on ESPN about who's going to win MVP of the league I'm not e- I'm not even getting votes and he shouldn't, the Blazers are in 12th place in the Western Conference, like that's not what it is but you know Dame is fiercely optimistic and fiercely confident and also is averaging a career high uh, in scoring and he's been really efficient, having one of the most efficient seasons of his, straight up the most in terms of volume and efficiency, the most efficient season of his career, part of me thinks in this type of competition this is the year Dame Will Lillard wins MVP. So while all-star Saturday night, tends to underwhelm the skills challenge. They need to just get rid of the don't contest, um, get excited for Jericho Sims and Mac McClung or whatever. But like, I think Sunday's game, the way that they've changed the format such that uh, it's a target score at the end of games makes guys play defense at the end of games. It makes, it makes the first little bit not very competitive, but it does make the fourth quarter a competitive basketball game featuring the best players in the world. And, we will see kind of what playing time is like because that typically dictates who can win. Um, and if you're a starter, you typically get a little more playing time. We'll, we'll kind of we'll see how how that all shakes out. But I think the combination of, the top, top guys, maybe not caring and having already won it. And the starter types having already won some MVPs, you know, final or, all-star MVPs like Giannis. Um, it, this is like, I would say, and, and I, Luka Doncic has never cared about the all-star game. is <laughs> a dude who just does not, um, not care about it. In fact, he said this week, what he's looking forward to most of all-star weekend was flying to Mexico on Sunday. So my man is, he's ready for a vacation. Shout out to Luka getting uh, margaritas on the beach. I think Dame has a little bit of that, a little bit of we have me energy heading into Sunday's game. I would um, check your FanDuel app and get in on the MVP odds. I think Dame is a juicy pick to win it. Um, I was actually going to do this segment, and then Bill Orm wrote about it before I could. That is what a good columnist does. Shout out to my man, Bill. All right, close the show. Got a really fun interview for you. Chin Balancer, who's performing at All-Star Saturday night. It's Kevin Shiflet is going to join me in the third segment. Join me there. You join us in that third segment. First, let me tell you about Built Bar. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. You can still go to Built.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON15. You get 15% off your next order. But if you don't want to wait for online shipping or you just like to go and buy things analog style, old school analog style, put your hand on the product, well, now for the first time ever, Built Bars available in stores, Walmarts, and Sam's Clubs across the U.S. carry Built Bars now. So you can go find out if I've been telling you the truth about peanut butter brownie, about cookies and cream all these years. I like Built Bars because they pack a punch, 17 grams of protein, and they're not going to light you up with a ton of sugar. Four, four grams of sugar or less on average. Excuse me, five grams of sugar or less on average in your Built Bars. And just four net carbs because they got a bunch of fiber, 130 calories. They taste great, covered in chocolate, give you that little bit of energetic sugar boost you need, but they're not just filled with terrible things. They big, they, they get you going with the protein, they sustain you. They taste great and they sustain you with the protein that they got. So, go to Sam's Club, go to Walmart, find out if I've been telling you the truth or head to build.com and use that promo code locked on 15. Still a pass first point guard. Still Mike Richmond. You are still listening to Locked On Blazers. What I want to do to close the show is play you an interview with Chin Balancer, Kevin Shiflett, who is performing on All-Star Saturday night. Chin Balancer is one of the great up-and-coming acts of all halftime acts. I'm someone who just adores halftime acts. And Kevin comes out, NBA arenas around the country, and does what the act says he does. He balanced his stuff on his chin. It is brilliantly simple and a ton of fun, and he was a joy to talk to. Here's my interview with Kevin now. And joining me now. Kevin Schiffler, you might know him as the chin balancer. You've seen him balancing a ladder on a ladder at halftime in NBA arenas. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. How are you doing? Doing great. Thanks for having me. So uh, I love your halftime show. I love halftime shows. I'm a league pass junkie. I always love the innerita feed so I can watch the halftime shows. I get mad when they cut away back to the actual broadcast because I want to see. I want to see the performers. I'm the same. Um, and all of a
1: sudden it shows up and it shows like just the NBA signal symbol. And instead of the actual half, I'm like,
0: no, I know, especially at the finale of the act, it's like you're climbing up four steps up the ladder and they, and they, they, uh, they get away. And it's like, come on, chin balancer was, he was, this was the finish. This was the big finish, the payoff for the whole thing. So I, I want to ask you sort of about all that, but first, like, I guess the, the number one question in on my mind is how does one learn that they can balance large items on their chin? And that's probably the number
1: one question I always get. And I, I've been balancing now for quite a few years. Professionally, I've only been doing it since 2015. However, I've been balancing since I was 10 years old. So my family and I, we went to the circus, Ringling Brothers, and there was a clown who was balancing different objects. And so within the next couple of weeks, my brother and I were both doing chores and we both were sweeping and we had a broom. And so we were just remembering about the circus and said, hey, let's try to balance our brooms. And of course, his didn't stay up there, but mine did. And so ever since I was 10, it's been, oh, try
0: this, try that.
1: um, Until bigger and better, like you said, until even ladders.
0: Yeah, the ladder on the ladder. So you broke in with the the Jazz in 2015. Tell me about how does one, like, how do you say, how do you get in contact with an NBA team and say, hey, I'm a dude who can balance a wheelbarrow on his chin? And that
1: is a, a special, I was just reflecting on that this week and, kind of turn around now. I'm gonna be heading back to Utah for the All-Star weekend. Um I was living in Utah at the time and my friend happened to be at a a jazz game and they had an advertisement, hey, we're doing a halftime talent contest, a talent search. And he told me, Kevin, you need to apply for this. And I'm so glad he saw it because I applied and ultimately the voters voted me as who they wanted to see at halftime and I was able to perform for the Jazz, and that was my first time performing in the NBA professionally, you might say. And then from there, teams reached out to me, and I've been able to travel throughout the country and perform throughout the NBA.
0: Your act is really simple. That's kind of the beauty of it, right? It's like, uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, first of all, I'll, I'll I'll drop the website. It's in the episode description here, so you can check out, and I'll, I'll share some images from Kevin's performance in, in Portland. but. It's so simple because it's like the music starts and you balance a broom on your chin for five seconds and you kind of just give everybody a taste. Okay, here's where it's going. And then it builds and builds and builds. How did you kind of dial in the act? And do you travel around with all of this stuff? What is your traveling, What does your traveling situation look like? Yeah, so um,
1: exactly. I love doing that suspense, kind of starting with smaller items, working my way up. At first people... Half time's an interesting time because people are doing different things during halftime. It's a nice little break, but they start to see, oh, it's getting bigger. He's doing bigger and better. So I, I like to bring that element to it. As far as my items, most of the, the bigger things, some are there at the arena. Other things I, I bring along with me, wheelbarrows and things like that aren't, aren't at arenas. But yeah, I like to work my way small, small to
0: big. So are, are you flying around the country with a wheelbarrow in tow?
1: Um, nope, I, I don't. I, when I get to the, wherever I'm performing, I pick that up at wherever I'm at. Usually uh-huh. Home Depot okay. is the best place. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you, no, you've no, rented a sponsorship, but usually yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll say a local, a local, uh, a, a local hardware. provider. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Local hardware provider, national hardware chains provide, yeah. uh, provide some of the equipment. Um, it, so. I, I wonder how do you get on the circuit? Because to be on the NBA halftime circuit, it is a small fraternity of folks. Like I am as a as a league pass watcher, I, I know who's on the circuit. I see the the eight, nine, twelve folks that are on there. How do you break in and become part of that special group?
1: It's something I just every day I, I think like, how is it me? <laughs> I, I feel so blessed and honored. But because you're right, I am I'm also in awe of the Christian and Scooby, the Steve Max, the, the guys who are just, they're awesome at what they do. And to be able, the Red Panda, to be mm-hmm. part of that group is something that's special. But um, it's not as far as how to get on it, it's something I've just been able to be contacted by teams and it's word of mouth. The entertainment industry is, is very, at the same time, even though the performers aren't associated with the team, the entertainment teams all know each other. And so that network, networking has been nice. Especially after COVID, um, there was a lot of changes within teams and different entertainment teams and professionals going, switching around. And so having that word of mouth and those connections have been awesome.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I do think once people see the guy who balances the ladder on his chin, they're like yeah, we got to get him. Like, you know, it's like, okay, okay, this, nobody's doing this. Um, When you weren't doing it professionally, were you just balancing on your own? Were you, like, what was, what was that before you were on the circuit? What were, what was chin balancer? So, um, I did it at home, just
1: a different, here, and I'm from Arizona, so I would um, do it for different local church talent shows and things like that, but um it's not even now it's not my full-time job i actually work for geico insurance but um and no shout out there either but um it's one of those things that i love sharing my talent and then finally when i was able to have that opportunity with the jazz it would help me to do it as a a paid side hobby
0: yeah a a kind of a travel a travel heavy hobby i'll say you're all over the globe you're all over the map how often do you work? Like, how many how many gigs are you getting with regularity? How where? How often is Chin Balancer out on the court? I
1: I do have a family, so I have my wife and three kids. So that's where I want to make No pun intended, but I like to maintain my balance. Um, so usually, at minimum, maybe one a month. But January, for example, was pretty busy. I was gone once a week, I'm just traveling around to different teams.
0: So are you doing kind of like? Time. Are you doing twenty? NBA teams a year? Are you doing, are you doing, do you hit every team? Do you get 30 or are you doing like, you know, two thirds of them or something like that?
1: I, currently there's 30 teams in the NBA and I've actually only performed for 15. So I'm working my way through the goal is
0: to be able to do all of them. Yeah. Well, listen, you've been to Portland a couple times. I've seen you, yep. I've seen the acts live, but that's how I got excited about your act. So I was like, Oh, I I don't know this one. I don't know chin balancer. Uh, you know, I've i I know Christian Scooby. I've seen the dog. You know, Red Panda is a legend in the game. deck on the chairs is a legend in the game. Yeah. Um, the chin balance. It's like when someone new comes. I'm a I'm a halftime junkie. I love it. So I was I was super excited. I think I think it's it's like sort of it's easy to say, oh yeah, this is unique. Uh, I, I mentioned the ladder. So again, um, it. The, can that, I say
1: one one second? Yeah, sure. Um, that this last game was. It, for me as a performer to be part of any game is special but that was a really fun game the last time I was there it, um Portland won it at the end it was, it was a very awesome game to be a part of so it's special to be for me when I you know there's basketball players on the court and then I get to come out and continue to keep the crowd inspired and part of the game because I know that that also helps the team so it, it's special for me to be a part of that too
0: yeah well they they hadn't won a close game in a million years do you get uh you get chin balancer in the building and they finally win one in the clutch so i mean just i'm just saying they hadn't (laughs) won a game that was within this was a game against the hawks the blazers had not won a game decided by single digits since december chin balancer gets in there and uh, (laughs) six weeks of losing all of a sudden let's just let i don't know there yeah Yeah. i'm with you (laughs) uh so the like, like we mentioned, the act kind of builds, you know, it's, it's a broom, it's something small, it's a wheelbarrow, it's the chair that all the other, or the, excuse me, the table that all the other items were on, you eventually balance the table, like it really builds on itself. And, and, and usually the capper is, you balance a ladder on a ladder. It's like, it's truly, it's a, the perfect balancing act, right? Thank you. Do you do you dream up of going bigger? Like when you sit at home with your wife and kids, do you say, Hey, you think I could balance X and X item and go bigger and bigger and bigger?
1: Yeah. As long as I can lift it, I can balance it. So there's, we're always thinking of different ideas or people are throwing ideas out. If I'm able to bring it with me, just as an example, we have a friend who's in the lighting business, street lights and things like that. And so he was, had an idea. He said, you know what? I'm going to build one of these streetlights for you like a stoplight that's battery operated and so if i'm close enough and i'm able it's pretty heavy and it's big people don't realize how tall those actually are Uh, so he had this idea he made it for me and if i'm able to bring it i I balance that and it flashes and everything Uh, but yeah if if we if there's different things that we're always thinking or (laughs) it's crazy but you mentioned home depot or Lowe's or whatever any store we're walking through like
0: hey how about this
1: (laughs) so even there in the store I'll, i'll try it Give it yeah. a,
0: give it a test run to see if it if it works.
1: Yeah, and then it has logistically, like we talked about, it has to be something that I can easily get and transport uh, wherever I'm going. So right. That, that also via, comes
0: in. Yeah, via rental car and whatever. You got to be able to get it to the get it to the arena. Right. Um, th- most people are familiar with your act, though. They know that you're gonna show up to the loading dock a couple hours before tip off with like six ladders and a wheelbarrow or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So- <laughs> yeah,
1: it's I a barbecue things. Even the staff who may not have. It's nice to come back. From, like Portland was awesome. Um, everybody recognized me and loved me for the first time. So it's nice to have those connections. But even the first people, first time people that see me, like, hey, what? We're having a barbecue. Like, well, come to halftime and find out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I. I know you're performing this weekend at uh, all-star at all-star Saturday night. You're going to, you're going to perform uh, in, in Utah for, you're going to be there at uh, the practices uh, heading into the all-star practices, which is on Saturday and then Saturday evening during the sort of showcase stuff, dunk contest, three point contest, all the stuff that happens. What, what does it mean to be part of the NBA's mid season showcase? Like you, this is probably a pretty big deal in your circles.
1: It's I, that's saying it lightly. I, uh, Feel incredibly honored, blessed that they would reach out to me. Like I said, I work with all the different teams, but to have the actual NBA as an association reach out to me, I'm incredibly honored. Lack of words. I'm just super excited, and yes, it is one of those once in a lifetime. Not many people a get to balance thing or perform during half times, but to be able to perform at kind of something so special. Is in yeah lack of words. That's yeah, super special for me.
0: Are you going? To, is this where you go your biggest? Are you going to be as as um, let's I don't know. Are you going to be as bold as you've ever been on All Star Saturday Night? Are we going to see some new some new tricks?
1: We're I'm still working with the the people through the NBA. We're trying to figure out exactly how everything will fit together. But I'll be definitely performing Saturday night at the Huntsman Center right before the All Star practice. And then that same night is the skills night over at the Bivin Arena. And I'll be performing sometime either right before or during the dunk contest. And we're still working out all the details.
0: Awesome. Well, everyone, check it out. Uh, you find more info, chin balancer in the episode description for this. Uh, Kevin is, Kevin's acts is just a whole bunch of fun. I love halftime stuff. I'm glad we got to have a little fun here on the show. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. I really appreciate it.
1: Um, thank you for
0: having me. I really appreciate it. Thanks again to Kevin for joining the show. Come back for Monday shows. what we do here at Lockdown Blazers. We make a show every single weekday. Uh, Over the weekend, Blazers are going to play, you know, Damon three-point contest, uh, Damon the all-star game. We will talk about both of those games, all all the things that went down in Salt Lake City. We'll have shows all next week. The NBA may take a little time off, but Lockdown Blazers isn't. So come back and join us. Tell your friends to do it. I appreciate you listening. I'll talk to you soon.